Sometimes, the best stories in golf aren't found on tour. You'll find them at the back of the range. And here's your host, Ben Adelberg. And welcome to the back of the range. I am your host, Ben Adelberg. This is episode 230. My guest on this episode is Gene Elliott, much like Geronimo Esteve, who is my last guest here at the back of the range. Gene had an incredible 2021, and he was also a previous guest here at the back of the range. Therefore, you know that every single episode is available at Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find them all by going to thebackoftherange.com. You know this already, but I'm just reminding you. So go check out episode 27. Way back in 2018 is when Gene first joined me here at the back of the range. We spoke about his time playing professionally on the European tour. He actually worked with David Ledbetter for a time. And then ultimately, we discussed the massive success that he found as a senior amateur. As I said, Gene, um, Gene had himself a year. In fact, he did something that very few men in the history of the game can say that they have accomplished. And I don't mean the amateur game. I'm talking the history of the game of golf. I'm talking Hogan, Woods, Bobby Jones, and now Gene Elliott from West Des Moines, Iowa, joins the list of men that have won a USGA championship and a RNA championship in the same year. You see, Gene is the reigning 2021 US and RNA senior amateur champion. So during this episode, Gene shared stories from both championships. You know, normally we we hit upon the 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 perseverance and the you know dedication it takes to to win these championships, you know, that seems to be a common theme. But when you hear <laughs> when you hear what Gene and his wife Delena had to go through just to just to tee it up in the British Senior Amateur, well, uh, this episode's unbelievable. Let's just say that. Not just for what Gene accomplished on the golf course. That's a whole different category. But everything else, um, unbelievable. Before we get started, Gene was also named obviously global golf posts amateur player of the year jim nugent and his entire team over there ggp they do phenomenal work each and every year each and every week covering the amateur game sean fairholm wrote an incredible piece on gene which is worth a read so i have put a link to that article in the show notes of this episode so please go check that out so let's get started gene great to have you here again welcome to the back of the range how are you uh, I'm doing wonderful, uh, Ben. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that I'm on again after three years. You're shocked that you're on again. Really? Is that what you're, is that how you're starting this thing off after the year you had? You're shocked, just shock and all <laughs> shock and all. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm just shocked at the whole year, I guess. Well, um, that's a better way to start. I, I mean, yes, uh, I, I can give you that. I will allow that. But no, there is uh, there's no reason for you to be shocked that you are returning to the back of the range after your after your 2021, which we will talk about. And it's kind of uh, kind of poignant. We're having this conversation the day before Thanksgiving. Do you have anything to be thankful for this year? You know, I, 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 a little run walk this morning and I, and I got to thinking, yeah, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. And, and, uh, I thought, wow, do I, do I ever have a lot to be thankful for? So, um, yeah, that's, this is going to be a, 
a little bit more special Thanksgiving. So, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still pitching myself about all this. Now I know you're down here in uh, South Florida and you got the family coming in and, um, uh, you know, is this going to be a, a big Thanksgiving, uh, dinner table with a couple key, uh, uh, you know, centerpieces on the table or, or, or you're not going that far. You're not putting trophies on the, on the, on the Thanksgiving dinner table. Are you? Well, the, the, um, uh, actually the, uh, it is going to be a big celebration, but, but, uh, uh, because we're going to have all our kids here and, and a couple of the girlfriends too. So, um, but the trophies are up in Iowa and I actually, before I came down to Florida, I took them to the Iowa golf association. So, Right now, they're being housed uh, uh, at the IGA. Well, that's uh, I know that that you know, that you're a big supporter of the Iowa Golf Association as a Hall of Famer, inducted back in 2012, and uh, I'm sure that everyone there is thankful to have those trophies. And uh, yeah, adding to their trophy case for for at least for the next 12 months, that's that's got to be pretty special for everyone that stops by there. So. Um, well played. And plus those things are too big to travel with, right? That's not, you, you can't roll with those things all over the place. You know, it's funny. Uh, they come in these elaborate cases and, yeah. and the one, the one from the RNA, uh, you know, they were, they were very, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, where are you going to put it? What kind of, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and the case came and it was like 29 pounds, uh -huh. the, the, the case and everything it's in. But then the U S senior came and that was 57 pounds, the case and, and the trophy and everything with the base. And, and, uh, so they're not really that easy to haul around. So, no. uh, um, if you're, if you're going to put them somewhere, they're, they're probably going to stay a while. Yeah. I would have told the guys at the RNA said, well, you know, my, my local watering hole, Applebee's, there's a nice place at the end of the bar. I can put that. And, um, <laughs> no, don't do that. That they wouldn't like that very much. Um, well, we, we will, we'll talk about those two as, as people are p probably starting to figure out right now, you in 21, all you did in 2021 as, you know, along with a couple other wins, all you did was win the U S senior amateur and the British senior amateur in the same year. That's all. And, uh, just added your name. I believe it's you and Mr. Bobby Jones and Mr. Tiger Woods. And I know I'm probably missing someone else, but I remember a graphic on golf channel your name along with those two as uh, the only two in the modern era to win a USGA and an RNA title in the same year. Do you remember the other names on that list or should we just stop at Bobby Jones and Tiger Woods? Well, the, yeah, there was a few other names uh, um, on the list and, I mean, yeah, when, you know, yeah, when when you see that flash up on Golf Channel, as someone just that's used to sitting on their couch and just you know flipping through the channels and just watching, I mean, how many hours of Golf Channel have we all watched in our lifetimes? But you pop that on and your name flashes in the screen. I mean, what do you do then? Do you just get up and get out of the room, or you just sit there and stare at it blankly? Do you rewind it? What do you do at that point? Well, um, that was during an interview with a, an afternoon show on the Golf Channel okay. and. Uh, uh, so it was a live show. I was doing it out of my office in Des Moines and, uh, they, yeah, they threw that up there and they're like, look, look, you're, you know, you're up there with Tiger Woods and Ben Hogan and Bobby, you know, and I'm right. just like, I, you know, I was too nervous just being on live, live TV right. and to really have it sink in. But, uh, that it, 
yeah, that that's just that's just crazy. <laughs> um, it's uh, I I don't even know what to say about it. It it uh, uh, I yeah yeah well that I, yeah yeah there's nothing else you can say it's just it's an incredible accomplishment now um you were first on the back of the range way back episode 27 which is just that's crazy too um back at back in 2018 so for people listening there's a lot that we covered back in that episode we talked about gene starting the game uh you know growing up in in iowa a lot of your great accomplishments, as we've just talked about with the Iowa Golf Association, winning amateurs and opens and mid-ams and, and you know, a brief stint playing on the European Tour, uh, working with David Ledbetter. A lot of great information in that episode. And then kind of your your um, start in senior golf. We talked about, you know, different events that you've uh, participated in and won and and friendships along the way. So, you know, actually, you know, due due to time, we're not going to rehash a lot of that. But I, I I invite everyone to please, you know, pop back into that episode, and if nothing else, listen to how I was doing episodes back in 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 the twenties and thirties, and uh, you know, I I was just nervous talking to you at that point. So people will probably have a nice little chuckle listening to that just alone, not alone, just listening to your accomplishments. But they'll get to kind of see how I was doing back in twenty eighteen. So. For that reason, <laughs> I, for that reason, I'm not going back to listen to it, Gene. <laughs> so, but uh, no, that was, that was, I was kind of very, I was very honored back then to, to to be on, and and I thought you did a great job. So I don't, I didn't, I didn't see any uh, flaws or anything. And I and greatly, I greatly appreciate that. I greatly <laughs> appreciate. It. Well, uh, I definitely want to before we dive into just this year. I definitely want to give um, uh, listeners also. Um, a link to go, and I'll put that in the show notes of this episode, but go check out globalgolfpost.com. Had some great articles uh, written about you this year and also recently named you Amateur of the Year. So um, I, I congrats on that and, and obviously well-deserved with what you've done. Uh, you mentioned being nervous on, on a, live, uh, a, a live spot on Golf Channel. Um, when you got the news that you were Amateur of the Year, how'd that go over? Well, we finished the U.S. Senior in Detroit, and uh, uh, after all the ceremonies and everything, we we packed up our stuff and, and, and started to drive back to Iowa, and it was 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and, and uh, you know, we had planned. It's a nine-hour drive. We, we drove to Detroit from Iowa uh, versus flying, and it's like a nine-and-a-half-hour drive, and and uh, we got part way, and I, I said, "There's no way I can stop and sleep." I mean, there's just, I mean, I'm just, you know, my wife and I were just so wired from the events of the day, and yeah. we just kept going. And <laughs> and I think we got home at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, something like that. And uh, I was wide awake before eight, and I don't know, it was about eight thirty in the morning. And Jim Nugent from Global Golf Post called and said, "Hey, Gene, congrats, you know, and everything." And I'm like, "Oh, he's, just, you know, just wants to." talk about the senior amateur yeah. or something. And he says, uh, I got something to tell you. I'm like, oh, what's that? He said, it was a unanimous vote. You are our player of the year. And I'm thinking, you know, senior player of the year. And sure, he goes, yeah. I, and he kind of goes, I don't mean senior player of the year. He goes, you are the player of the year. And I go, I, I mean, those words, I, I don't think I'll ever forget them. I, I mean, I just kind of choked and went, you know, tears welled up in my eyes instantly and and 
I said, Oh, Jim, there's gotta be, you know, you know, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 59 years old. There's a lot of great young players out there. And, and uh, he goes, no, what you did this year, that's unbelievable. He says, you're our player. And I thanked him over and over again. And, and uh, you know, I, I, um, but he swore I couldn't tell anybody. So I kept that a secret for a couple months or so. Yeah. But, uh, um, uh, so I, I, it's just, that's just, uh, I can't even, I don't even know what to say about it. It's, you know, it's kind of like the rest of the year. Everything's kind of leaving me speechless. Well, I know that when we did our episode back then, you're you're very you like to kind of give credit and praise to a lot of the people around you that have uh, helped you along the way. Whether it's instructors, whether it's um, you know friends and competitors, and obviously your wife Delena, where where she's she's going to be a feature in this episode just just to prepare you. We're going to be talking a lot about her because. Um, as, as the article that Sean Fairholm wrote uh, for Global Golf Post, uh, she might be the captain of Team Elliott. Is that a fair statement? Uh, absolutely. I mean, she she deserves most of the credit <laughs> of anybody. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't done couldn't have done half of what I, this year that we did with, without her and, and with her support. I, well, you kick off this great year. Um, you know, one thing, obviously, the two massive wins, but really was a very consistent year. Uh, I think that's one of the, the really one of the telling things. I mean, and the other thing is that it's just a lot of travel. I mean, I'm looking at everything you've played in that uh, this year, and I mean, there's at least 15. Does that sound about right? At least 15 tournaments. I mean, you really kind of get the year started off with with the Jones Senior at sea island so you know you have a runner-up finish there we'll talk about who clipped you uh later on at the jones senior then you pick <laughs> we, and then you pick up your first win at, at golf week senior amateur and um you know have a handful of tournaments leading up to the to the senior amateur over there um in, in the uk i'm i'm guessing that even you know before you hit your first practice ball of 2021 knowing how you prepare for something like this you know, it's not like you're kind of waking up, you know, in the, the winter of 2020 and saying, all right, I got to get serious about this golf thing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting older and I got to, I, I got to start working hard. You already have had great success. You already work hard, but do you remember kind of in 2020, maybe how you were looking forward to 21 and what you were going to maybe, um, you know, instill in maybe a practice, uh, you know, regimen or fitness regimen, you know, what were your thoughts going into that year about, okay, how do I make this year really special? I've been so close, uh, over in, uh, the British senior. Um, and, and I felt like I've, I've had opportunities at the U S senior, but just, just hadn't got, I think the, the sweet 16 is the farthest I had gotten. And, uh, so uh, those two tournaments were the biggest ones on my radar for, right. for 2021. Um, you know, I, I, I think I, I continued to, to do uh, my fitness and things like that. Uh, uh, tried to, um, you know, just, just stay with that, with what I'd been doing and, and just, just maybe do a little bit more of it and get, get better at it. Um, um, you know, worked with, work with Kenny Shaw a few times um, getting ready for things. I actually, uh, saw him just a couple weeks before the U S senior. Um, and I, and I think it really helped. 
Um, but, but, you know, in general, um, it didn't change much. I didn't, didn't, you know, um, things have been working, you know, pretty good. Uh, um, I just hadn't got over the threshold of the, of the, of the two biggest events at senior golf we play. Um, so, so, uh, um, you know, it, it was quite a commitment, uh, uh, to go overseas this year and the travel you talked about. Uh, um, yeah, my wife, it seemed like we packed a bag in, in, uh, May, June and, and we unpacked it uh, sometime in September. So, uh, it, it kind of seemed that way. Cause it was, it was like the first part of October and, and we kind of looked at each other like, we don't have anywhere to go. We, 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 we don't have any, you know, what are we, you know, we kind of, we, we spent like a week kind of looking at each other, like we're, we're, we're just kind of here right now, you know? And, and it was kind of, it was kind of a shift of gears kind of, um, you know, uh, we, 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 we're not going to jump on that travel bandwagon for a while. So, uh, um, uh, but you know, we had a great time. We, we met a lot of great people, uh, got to experience a lot of things. I mean, who, who's ever quarantined? I mean, we, we, we quarantined in downtown London for, for five nights, um, six days. And, uh, you know, that was a, that was a different experience. I, I have to really ask about that because, you know, you're talking about this British senior amateur at, 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 at Ganton golf club in North Yorkshire. And, you know, like you said about this quarantine, you know, look, everyone is guilty of, of going and playing golf somewhere in adverse conditions when nobody would play. I mean, I think back to that great USGA commercial many years ago with, with the, you know, the single that's sitting out by the, the, the snack shack and it's just pouring rain and, and he's just like not giving up hope. And then the guy comes over, he's like, Hey, you single, I sure am. It's going to let up. You know, we all have had that, you know, idea of like, I'm just going to play golf in, in any weather. We've all driven four hours to find a golf course or camp out overnight or played 36 in the rain. But I don't know many people that would say, okay, I'm going to travel across the pond. I'm going to quarantine for a week because I got to get over there because this is a tournament that's on my list. It's been, you know, not, not the bane of your existence, but you know, you've been close and you wanted to win it. And you're like, you know, most people are probably thinking, eh, it's a COVID year. It's too much hassle. I'm not going. You're one of only two Americans that actually went over. And what was the decision process? No, I mean, did, was it even a decision? You just knew you had to go. You knew, I mean, whatever they threw at you, you were just going to do it anyway. No, that definitely wasn't, wasn't the case. Okay. Uh, it's an interesting story, actually. Uh, my, my good pal, uh, David Nelson, uh, uh, who lives in Colorado now, uh, he had been, calling over there and doing the research on the quarantining and and kind of all the legwork for for he and delana and i to go over and and uh he said hey they have a five-day early release you just have to have one extra test and 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 you got to get tested before you leave when you get over there you got to have a test then you got to have another test after day five and then you can go as long as they're negative tests right and the issue was they don't have a lot of 24 hour testing over there. There's only, you know, a handful of places in all of London that does 24 hour testing. So he kind of researched and, 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 
you know, trying to find out, you know, how we could do this and where to stay and then, you know, get up to Ganton in time for the tournament and all these things when we need to leave. So we were with Dave the week before uh, in L.A. At the, at the George Thomas at L.A. Country Club. Yeah. And so we're, we got together in the hotel room one night and we're calling over to England and booking, booking our, our, our tests and everything. And, and then all of a sudden it, it just seemed kind of funny, this, this place we were booking stuff at. And my wife, she can find stuff on Google and, and research stuff really quick. And after we had spent five or $600 lining up all these tests and everything, she Googles and finds out that it's a scam. Oh no. They're just taking people's money. And we're like, Oh crap. So we had to, we had to cancel our credit card and, and do all this stuff. And, and uh, so she got to research and, and she found, found some legitimate places for us to go get our day two test and our day uh, five test. And then we, uh, we kind of, we kind of made the decision right there. Okay. We're going to, we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to do this. Cause I mean, we were, I had entered and all that, but, but to actually go through all this and sit in a hotel for five days and, and, you know, it, it was kind of, so, uh, uh, we got, we got lined up with our testing and, and everything. And, and we literally, we flew home from LA and we had one day to regroup and then get on a plane and fly to England. So we got home, we took our tests uh, right away, and we decided to take two tests. We went to Walgreens and got a test, and we went to Doctors Now to get a test. Because yeah. we didn't. Right. You don't you know. know. At this point, you're thinking, I don't trust anything. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, you know, we just. So, anyhow, it's, it's the night before we, we had test negative, both of us, and Dave calls us. And we were in the car driving. And Dave calls up and he goes, I'm out. And we're like, what? You're out. He goes, yep. I tested positive. Oh, I'm no. like, oh my God. I said, you're kidding us. Come on. You're, you're, you know. He goes, nope, nope. And he, I, I swear he almost, I could hear a, a crack in his voice. Right. And it was, you know, very upsetting to him. And, and, and Dave, Dave loves to play the British senior over there. Just loves it. And, and, uh, because nope, I tested positive. I'm out, and we're just like, oh crap, you know. Because Dave kind of is the one that was the spearhead of this whole thing, right? And so we hung up with him, and I looked at my wife. I said, "Should we really be doing this? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if we should. Even, should we just not go? I, you know." we got no idea what's going on over there. Well, and, and, and now the immediate thing that I'm thinking about, Gene, is you were just around him. At, at the Thomas in California. So if he tested positive, maybe your test that you just took is going to come back positive also. Exactly. Exactly. And, but his, he said that his wife, he was back home and his wife wasn't feeling well and he had been with her before he went to LA. Okay, okay. So, so, you know, Dave was fine. Dave's, you know, he didn't seem sick at all. And, and he did said, and he said he felt good. And, and, uh, after it all happened, it could have been a false positive. Sure. We're, we're not sure. But, but anyhow, so, I mean, uh, give it to Delena. She said, let's go, <laughs> let's do this. And, and I said, you sure? And she says, yep, let's do it. And I'm like, okay. So the next, the next day we get on the plane 
and 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 it it pours in Des Moines, just pours, and it's pouring in Chicago because we're we're connecting in Chicago and then flying to to Heathrow in right, London, right. and and we sit on that plane for two hours in Des Moines, and and the weather gets better in Chicago, and our our flight takes off for London with ours. And I'm like, oh, geez, here we go. We're already having problems. We haven't even left Des Moines yet. Right. And and so we get to Chicago. They rebooked us on a British Air because we had to get there that because you fly, you leave one day in America. It's the next day when you get there in, in England. Right. We had to get there the next day to get our days and quarantining before the tournament started. Right. And, and so, so. They booked us on this British Airways flight, which which was awesome. We got over there, you know, went the day we needed to, and we went straight to the hotel. And I mean, there we were. And and uh, uh, the next day, uh, we got up, we walked uh, to our testing. Uh, it was about a fifteen minute walk, and you know, you feel funny when you, when you're quarantining you feel like you got a you know a target on you or something right but 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 walking through you know we've been vaccinated we've you know we're we've done everything we're supposed to do and and uh uh but walking through london i'm like geez half the people are wearing masks and half of them aren't and and i'm thinking it's you know really locked down over there and it, it was i mean a lot of restaurants were closed a lot of things were probably different than normal, but, you know, we walked to our testing and got tested and, and, and walked back and, um, uh, you know, but it, 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 uh, uh, you know, all our, all the food at the, we were staying in a double Hilton double tree, a nice hotel and, yeah. and the restaurant there was closed. Okay. So all of our food we had brought in with, uh, Uber eats and, and they have a thing called Deliveroo over there. And, and I'd run down in the lobby and get our food and run back up to the room. And, and, uh, and the UK government, they called our phones twice a day, each one of our phones. Wow. And they were, I mean, they were on top of it and they know where you are by, you know, pinging and calling your phone. So, and they, oh my God. I mean, every, about 10, 10, 30 every morning, she'd get a call. Then I'd get a call. Then about three in the afternoon, she'd get a call and I'd get a call. And it was that way for five straight days. I mean, and, you guys uh, were under how this doesn't sound like quarantine, Gene. This sounds like house arrest. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you were afraid to, you know, we were just, you know, we, you know, we don't know. We've never done this before. Right. So, you know, about the only thing exercise we do is, is, uh, uh, we walked the stairwell in kind of the fire escape stairwell. We'd, we'd walk up and down it. There was nobody in it oh my God. around it. You know, it was like a 12 story hotel and we just walk up and down and up and down a couple of times a day, you know, trying to get some, oh and I, I'd, I'd swing an eight iron inside the room for, you know, 10 minutes and hit 10 minutes worth of putts. And I mean, what else do you do? Um, uh, so, but, you know, I tell you, you know, Wimbledon was on, so we watched a lot of uh, tennis, um, uh, the, the European cup, which England hadn't won in 40 or 50 years that was going on. And England was, was having a big run in that. So you kind of get acclimated to what's going on in, sure. in England. Uh, but it was, it was an interesting experience and, and people go, Oh my God, that must've just, you know, I, it must've lasted forever. I said, you know what? It kind of, 
it kind of went by fast. Uh, you know, we'd do yoga in the room and we'd, you know, kind of do stuff. And, and it, 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 I don't know, we somehow got through it. And, uh, but we were so nervous to get the results uh, of, of the testing. And then, then day five, we had a 7 a.m. Uh, testing appointment. And it was, it was like a 30 minute drive. Mm-hmm. And, and we were, we were going to get tested and boom, we were going, we weren't, we weren't going to wait for the results. I don't know if we were supposed to do that or not, but we were, we were getting the heck out of the Dodge and heading up. It was about four and a half hour drive North of London. Right. Uh, again, was. so we, uh, we went and got that tested boy, 7am there's already about seven or eight people in line and, and we got our test and, and we took off North and, and, uh, we couldn't play ganton that day so uh we played a little public golf course nearby and then uh the next day we played the practice round and and boom the tournament starting the, the following day so um you know just getting to the tournament smelt like it was like victory so um uh it, that's it, yeah uh, yeah that's just i mean it's not to cut you off but it just it's first of all <laughs> You're going over there, and this is obviously not the ideal way you want to prepare for a tournament. You're basically, I mean, what is it, at least a week before you've touched a club and actually hit a shot? Yeah, yeah. My wife bought these little couple, uh, little foam balls for uh, me to uh-huh. hit, in the, and I never really, I never really hit them. No. They just, we didn't have enough room in the hotel room, but, but, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely not the way to prepare for a golf tournament. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, and, and, you know, it kind of showed uh, the first couple of rounds. I, I didn't know the course well enough. I, w- I hit a few too many drivers off the tee um, where I should have been kind of laying up and, and, and that kind of thing, uh, which I kind of it took me a round or two in the tournament to learn that. And I started hitting more hybrids off the tee and stuff. So, um, but, but, you know, um, it, 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 it all makes for, for a great story. And, oh my God. and, uh, you know, uh, actually, uh, Jim Nugent, Nugent with Global Golf Post, he, he before we went over, he said, would you kind of like do a little blog or kind of keep a record of what you're, what you got going on? And I said, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, <laughs> don't want me to write, but I'll, whatever you want, I, I'm happy to do it. I got, I'm going to have a lot of time on that. I was going to say so, the first five uh, days of the blog are pretty much the same, Jim. <laughs> it's not, uh, yeah. you know, so, so every, every couple of days he would, text or email me you know what's going on or you know how's it going and so i'd kind of you know just write a couple sentences to it and uh but uh um the the you know gam's a heck of a golf course they they've they've had a Ryder cup and a walker cup and a curtis cup and and it's it's a really good good golf course and and uh, i knew the scores were going to be high uh brady expert won the british senior there i think in 2014 or 15 at 11 over par so i i i knew the scores were going to be high um we had pretty good weather um uh, especially the last two days and and uh, uh score, so the scores were a little bit better than than that that other year they played it there but uh um i i had gotten uh i was i was you know i, I it kind of was coming from behind the whole tournament it seemed like uh yeah. but I, I i told jim nugent that 
I said, you know what? I think if I can shoot 70, 70, the last two rounds, I got a good chance. And, and, uh, par 71. And, and if, you know, crazy things, I, I shot 70, 70, the last two days and won by a shot. Yep. But, uh, um, the, the, the last day is something, I mean, you just can't make some of this stuff up. Uh, I, I, I start out one behind in the last group in a, in a twosome, uh, and, and I hit hybrid off the tee. The guy hit driver into the deep pot bunker off the tee. He had to pitch it out sideways. I hit it in there about three feet. He ends up making double bogey. I make birdie. It's a three shot swing in the first hole. So now I've, I've got the lead. The, the, the third hole, they moved the tee up about 80 yards. It's par four. So you could drive the green. I knock it on the green about 20 feet. I knock it in for Eagle. So I, I'm three under through three. And I said, this is my golf tournament. Yep. I, 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 I'm, you know, I, I, it's mine to win or lose. I, I, I get around to 10. I buried the 10th hole. Now I'm four under through 10. I'm not looking at scores. My wife has her phone with the scores, but, but I never asked her. I'm figuring I've got a four or five shot lead. I'm just guessing, but, but so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm plugging along. I'm just going to play conservative, but the last four holes again are tough. They are, they are really good golf holes. So I know this thing isn't over yet. The 14th hole is not a tough golf hole and I just make an awful bogey on it. So, well, that wasn't good. But then the, the 15th hole, I struggled to make bogey uh, on it, and, and I made bogey. And then 16, I made bogey. Now I know I'm in trouble. I, I've, I've kind of let the field back into it. I don't know where I stand, but the 17th hole is is 235-yard uh, par three. It's a tough, tough hole. I hit an awful hybrid, flared it off to the right. I've got a difficult pitch about 20 yards over two different bunkers to a tough pin. I hit a great little pitch shot to about 12 feet. And, and I give the ball to my wife. She goes and cleans it. And I see her look at her phone and she doesn't say anything to me, you know, when we're playing golf and she's, she's caddying for me, pulling the, pulling the trolley. Right. She hands me my ball and she goes, you need to make this. Whoa. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Okay. I, 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 you know, I don't know. She didn't tell me where I stood, but right. anyhow, I knocked it right in the middle. Best, best I felt over a putt all, all week there. And wow. I said, okay, we walked to the 18th. I said, where are we? She goes, you got a one shot lead. I go, okay. So I hit it out in the fairway and, and it's not over the guy I'm playing with. It's a guy in the group ahead. Right. Right. And, and, uh, I hit it out in the fairway. So did my playing partner. And we're kind of getting ready to hit our second shot. I look up by the green. It's a real long green. And there's like three bunkers on the right side of the green. And that's where all the gallery and people are standing. And I look up there and it looks, there's a lot of people moving around on the right up there. And, and I'm kind of like, huh, what's going on up there? And all of a sudden a guy runs out in the middle of the green with his just spread Eagle standing there for us to stop. And he's standing right in the middle of the green, hands up in the air. And, and I look over at my playing partner. He's over the ball. Oh, he, he didn't see he it. He doesn't see it. He's locked in. And I see an RNA official. He's beelining it right for this player. And 
but he's not saying anything. And I just go, something, something's messed up. And right. I just yell, stop. And the guy jumps away from the ball looking at me. And, and the RNA guy goes, thank you. He said, there's a gentleman has collapsed in the bunker and he's not moving. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Some guy's got, you know, had a heart attack and he's going to die right, you know, up there. And I'm like, oh. And, and it kind of makes golf not so important all of a sudden. Right, right. And uh, the RNA guy goes, we're going to be here a while. He said, can we get you something to drink? Can we get you something to eat? And I'm like, I just want to hit it on the green two putt and get out of town. And, and uh, after about 10 minutes or so, they said, there's a doctor there. The, the, the gentleman is moving now. And, you know, we're just, we're just going to have to wait. And like, fine, you know, I, I, you know, but may, I mean, how do you kill time out in the, the fairway? And, and, you know, I, I had an eight iron into the green. I must've swung that thing 40 times. Right. Right. And after about 25 minutes, Oh my God, 25 minutes out in the fairway there, the guy, they, they got a stretcher and they, they took him to the hospital and, and, uh, they, the RNA guy says, okay, play away. And he hit, and then I hit it perfectly, 20 feet left of the hole, and I putted it down to six inches and tapped in and and got out of there with, with the wind. So we, we hung around, uh, uh, you know, drinking beers with a lot of the English friends of mine and Scottish guys over there, and we were having a nice time. And, and uh, all of a sudden, the... Uh, um, the gentleman that had collapsed in the bunker, he had just fainted. He didn't have a heart attack. Okay. He just, just uh, he just kind of fainted. He came back to the course to apologize to me. <laughs> and, and I'm like, sir, you don't have to apologize. I'm just glad you're not dead. Uh, it, it was just, you know, and, and he was all, I got a, we got a picture with him and, uh -huh. and he, he was all dirty and he kind of, cut the bridge of his nose when he fell right. and, and he was about a 70 year old gentleman and, and very nice. And he, he was just felt horrible that he had, you know, and I'm like, no, no, don't, please don't apologize. And, and, uh, the English guys were like, they're like, well, we threw everything at you. We had guys diving in the bunker and stuff. <laughs> trying to stop And, and, uh, so, I mean, that it, I mean, you just can't make this stuff no, up. I mean, no. from the quarantining to the guy, you know, fainting in the bunker, uh, uh, it, it, was, it was an unbelievable trip. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I just just wild. That yeah, and then the other thing that that people probably don't realize or remember is you didn't go home after that. Um, you played in the senior British Open two weeks later, didn't you? Well, uh, or did, or did, or did you go back home? There's yeah, no, 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 we stayed, we stayed. I was say, uh, you can't, co can't come uh, back and quarantine again. Can't do that. No, no. Uh, uh, yeah, we were there for the duration and we, we actually, we went to the Belfry and spent, uh, uh, I don't know, five or six nights at the Belfry and then drove down back down to, uh, London, Windsor area where, where Sunningdale is. And then, um, you know, then they, they had strict, uh, COVID, protocols at the senior open had to get tested again and and get your credentials and all these things for for covid and you know my wife and i both had to go through it and and uh so yeah we got we got tested a lot when we were over there and and i forgot to say in the middle of the british senior amateur 
after the second round, we had to drive to Leeds, which was an hour and a half away, to get our day eight testing. That was part of the. Oh my the, God. We still had to. Uh, so so uh, it was the only place within you know a couple hundred miles that had twenty four hour testing. So uh, yeah, it was it was. Uh, uh, I mean, you just you just can't make this stuff up. Yeah, and and which is so crazy about that. I mean, we're talking. I mean, you got the quarantine beforehand. You're playing a course you really don't know very well. Also, it's completely different golf than probably what you're used to. I know you've played in the in the British Senior Amateur many times and played in the Senior Open, but still, you know, <clears throat> you're doing it once a year, basically, maybe twice. And then you throw in the guy fainting and all these things. Um, I know you have a team behind you and, you know, where you've talked a little bit about your fitness and, and, but what about mental approach? I mean, what do you draw on in situations that, I mean, obviously not not like this is probably the first time you're facing anything this, this crazy, but what do you find yourself drawing on mentally during situations when, like you said, four under through 10, and then, you know, you know, things are starting to get shaky. You got to right the ship. You have distractions. Um, you know, what do you draw on? What can people draw on, to, you know, to, to get themselves through difficult situations like this? Breathing exercises. I mean, what does Delana say to you in a situation in those 25 minutes? You know, are there things that she's talking to you about? I mean, you know, how do you, I really tried to not get off focus. Uh, I, I was sad uh, for the gentleman. Sure. I really didn't want anything to happen to him. Um, uh, I, I, I uh, Delana started to talk to some people in the gallery, and and she got kind of uh, you know chatty. And I was like, "Honey, we we gotta we gotta still focus here. We 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 we, we you know we're in a we're in a groove here. We gotta stay in it." Um, no matter what's going on. And, and, uh, and she, she completely understood and the people she were talking, uh, was talking to, they, they, you know, they kind of, they said, Hey, we'll let you go. And, and, and so, um, you know, we, we, we just stayed in that, that focused, uh, uh mindset, I guess. And, and, uh, um, you know, when we talk about the U S senior amateur, something kind of happened there, uh, towards late in the match, uh, mentally that, that, that we can talk about, but, yeah, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, it, it, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think in golf, you learn, um, what works and what doesn't, um, you know, I, I, I've, I've lost so many times in this, in this game that, that, uh, uh, to win some is just, is just, uh, um, you know, it's just so special, but, but, uh, uh, I don't know. I think, I think, uh, sounds like it's just experience. You just kind of, you're, you're just drawing on previous experiences and previous close calls where you're just not letting anything else in. I mean, I think, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think, I think getting into a routine, we, we got into great routines over, over in England. We got in great routines in Detroit. And I think just staying in that routine and that mindset just really, really really helped so um i i'd have to attribute it to that yeah um you uh you come before the u.s senior amateur at the country club of detroit you uh obviously you got to come back to iowa because there's uh there's business to tend to there and i couldn't help but notice that uh you have a runner-up finish at the iowa senior amateur you've no stranger to, to winning that but 
Man, I mean, McCoy beat you by one. I mean, that if we want to talk about any part of the year that's just like just gnaws at you, Uncle Mike McCoy clips you by one at the Iowa Senior <laughs> Amateur. Can you believe the nerve of this guy? This is your year, Gene, and he does that to you? Actually, he clipped me a bunch this year. Um, he, he, I finished second to him in L.A. at the, at the George Thomas. Um, and then in, uh, out at uh, National Golf Links uh, in the singles, uh, he beat me on the last hole there. So, uh, you know, by the time the U.S. senior round, it was payback time. So. I figured you were kind of tired of his nonsense. Now, he's not invited to Thanksgiving at your table, is he? He's not. You're not. <laughs> No, he, we won't. We won't be together on Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, not that he's not invited, but <laughs> well, I know you guys have played a lot of lot of golf together as as partners in four balls, and uh, another another legend out of Iowa that that has had great success. And uh, yeah, I, I when when looking at your year and seeing some of the finishes, I was like, oh boy, I can't believe. Can't, well, not surprised at all, but you know, just thought that was funny. Now you go to the U.S. Senior Amateur. And this is, again, you, you've got one off the list this year, and this is another one that has, has eluded you for, for you know, many attempts, and this is another one that you want. And you get out there to Michigan, and obviously much different situation than, than the British Senior Amateur. You're in your home country. You're, you're in the Midwest. And, you know, you, you, you get through, as you said, you've had trouble getting to that Sweet 16, uh, you know, point of that championship you get through stroke play, round of 32. Who do you play? Mike McCoy. Yep. Mike McCoy in the round of 32. And I'm guessing, well, you tell me. You you, you don't want to get too up for a match because, you know, you know, winning the round of 32 doesn't win the championship for you, but you know you got to get through that. But uh, you see that you got McCoy going into that match. uh Man, where, where do you start with that? I mean, how do you not uh, look across to the guy you're playing with and, and flashbacks all the memories and all the championships and all the all the time? And how do you just kind of keep the blinders on and say, "I got to get through this match. I don't care who it is. I got to get through this match." Well, that that's basically it. You, you know, um, you, you know when you play Mike, if you don't play well, you're done. Um, that just just he's just too good and and too solid. Um, and, and I, I uh, you know, I, you know, in, in the U.S. senior, you're going to, you know, I, I knew it was going to be a battle. I knew it was going to be uh, just tougher nails. And, uh, um, you know, we, we we joke with each other. You know, we travel thousands of miles to play each other. Right. And we live, you know, 10 minutes apart. So <laughs> um, and, and it just seems like uh, this year was more than most that we 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 had to battle head to head. So, um, it, it was more like just, here we go again, you know, you better play good or you're going to go home. And, uh, I was just fortunate enough, uh, uh, to somehow come out, out on top in, in 19 holes. And then your big reward for, for beating Mike McCoy in the round of 32 is you get to play Doug Hansel, who is another guy that's clipped you more than once in 2021 and um your, your big reward for beating a u.s mid-amateur champion and mike mccoy is getting to face a former u.s senior amateur champion 
in uh, from from 2013, Doug Hansel. Uh, it just doesn't get any easier at this point, does it? Yeah, that's a hard day. That's, that's, <laughs> that's <a tough> day. <laughs> you, know, you don't wish that one on your worst day. I was going to say that's uh, that's a full that's a full day. I mean, that's yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, no, Doug. It's it's kind of like the same thing with Mike. Boy, you know, if you don't play good, you're going to go home. And and uh, I think this year uh, he got me at the Jones Cup, finished second, and uh, uh, also played at uh, Timaquana in Jacksonville, and and he beat me by a shot there. So uh, he had got me twice this year already. And and uh, I, you know, same thing. I'm not quite sure how it happened, but I I got him. I, I think one up after you know 18. So. Um, yeah, that's a full, that's a full day right that's a there. Full day. Um, I, I know you make your way into the final and this is what you've been working so hard for, for many years. I know in, in the, in the final match, you, um, you know, actually you, you never lead until the very last hole you win, you win 18 to win one up over, over Jerry Gunthrop. And, you know, it's kind of a takeoff of a previous question, but you know, you're, you're, you know, kind of like heading into the match against McCoy or heading into the match against Hansel. You know, this is what you've worked so hard for. I mean, this is it. This is your one shot. You never know if you're ever going to get another opportunity to be in a final of, of the U.S. Senior Amateur. Um, you know, you, you, you know, how do you put yourself in a position to succeed knowing what's on the other side of it, whether it's hoisting the trophy or having the disappointment of being a runner-up? Do you remember the night before? Do you remember kind of, you know, you and Delana talking? Like, how do you mentally get yourself in that position to, to, to play your best? Yeah, that, that uh, uh, we were staying at a, at a house of a friend of a friend, and, and uh, I had my caddy from Seminole in Detroit, Adam Hansen. And the last three nights, we went to the same Italian place, and I ordered the same thing all three nights and spaghetti and meatballs and <laughs> got a carb up. You got a carb up. Gee. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, you, you'd been through five matches to get to that point plus the qualifying plus the practice rounds. And I think I, I hadn't been to a, a national championship final since the 1980 Western junior. Oh my God. Um, we, you know, we, we don't play a lot of match play. So right. to be in a national championship final uh it's just something you haven't done very often um and i i you know i i, I give credit to the routine that you know delana and adam and i had um we left a little early each morning a little extra early than normally i would um to get to the course a little earlier and have breakfast and kind of get ready and prepare and and uh I, I, I'll be very honest. I was very nervous on that first tee yeah. and, and I know Jerry was too. And, and, uh, uh, they start listing off all the exemptions. The, the champion will receive oh, and they, God. Got <laughs> they got trophies sitting right there on the first tee and, and, you know, the crowd is all right there. And they did a, you know, a nice 10 minute introduction of, of the USGA and the senior amateur and everything right there. And, and, uh, you know, I thought, hey, you, you, you know, I, I, I was teary-eyed. I, I was, I was teary-eyed walking down the first ferry, fairway. Wow! And just to have this opportunity was so, so special. And and uh, you know, having my wife there and Adam on the on the bag and 
it just it just you know uh just just very lucky i couldn't be any more lucky and 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 when i got to detroit i said to myself hey you've won the british senior just go out here and have fun don't don't you know don't worry if if bad things happen they happen right if don't you know if you don't play well here it's okay you got a british you know don't don't no big deal you're playing you're playing with house money you've had a phenomenal year you're thinking hey this is just gravy if i can somehow just you know make something happen here as far as i get you know that's it's just going to be icing on the cake of a great year is that kind of what you're thinking yeah yeah okay but as i won a few matches Uh (laughs) kind of i kind of I, I, I actually forgot about the British. I, I really forgot about it. I was just kind of in the moment. I, I was very in the moment there. And, and, and it never once crossed my my mind that if I won this thing, I won both in the same year. Never, never crossed my mind the whole, the whole week. Interesting. And, 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 and I, I, I played Jerry, I hit a good drive on one. I, I hit a, decent shot in there he had missed the green chipped up to 15 feet i putted it down he gave me the putt so he's got a 15 footer for par in the first hole and i thought to myself all right we're gonna win we're gonna win this hole we're just gonna start rolling and we're just gonna roll to victory here Uh and he knocked that 15 footer right in the middle of the hole and i went "Uh (laughs) uh-oh we're going to, we're going to have a battle today. I can see it, you know, under all the pressure and all everything. And he looked good knocking that putt in. And I thought, Oh, we're going to, we're going to have a real battle today. And, and we did. And, and, uh, I just could never get up on him. Uh, you know, we both played very solid and, and, uh, uh, we got to the 16th hole all tied and he had a big gallery following him, all Michigan people, uh, being being his home state, and and I had a very small gallery being from Iowa, so um, uh, so they were you know they were pulling for him, which is which is fine. Um, uh, but we got to a good par three, and and uh, he was already in the hole with three, and I had about a, a two and a half footer for three, and I missed it to go one down, and the whole crowd went oh oh in a good way for for their guy. Right, right, and and. I was, I was devastated, but I wasn't defeated. Uh, and I walked, I walked to the 17th tee and I walked to the far side of the tee where no one could go because there's like fescue over there. Right. And I just kind of walked into the fescue and I had a little meeting with myself and uh-huh. I said, okay, that was really bad, but these last two holes, you must hit it in the fairway and you must hit good shots. This 17 was a shorter par five, but you had there's uh, fairway bunkers out there. And then 18 was a really good hole with fairway bunkers. And, and I said, put it in the fairway on those, these next two holes and you still have a chance. They're not easy holes. And I hit it in the fairway on 17. He missed it in the rough, kind of had to lay up his third shot left like 50 feet. He, he three putted. So, now we're all even with one to go. A whole new ball game. And I hit a great drive right down the fairway on 18. He hit it in the right rough. Um, I hit a good shot in there. Uh, middle of the green. Pin was tucked right over a bunker. He hit a shot. And as soon as he hit it, the crowd just went, you know, yelling and 
clapping and everything. And I went, Oh my gosh, where'd he hit it? You know, and I, right. I'm walking up to the green and I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, I don't you know, is there a ball right by the hole? I can't tell. And I'm looking, 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 and I could see a ball mark right on the back fringe. I thought, Oh, he caught a flyer and went over the green. And sure enough, he did. And, and he had a real difficult chip with a lot of break and he, he hit a pretty good chip down to about 12, 13 feet. And I had it about 25 feet and I putted it down to gimme length. And, and so here we go. He's got a putt to keep it going or not. And, and he hit a nice putt. It just didn't, didn't go in. And, uh, all of a sudden, you know, it's over. Like what just happened? Yeah. Uh, you know, first time you're up in the whole match and it's all over. And, I hugged Adam and my wife and, and just, just, uh, uh I'll never, I'll, I, I, I think I was in shock. Oh yeah. Um, I could, I could see it, that. It was just such a, 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 a tough, tough match. And I felt bad for Jerry. Jerry's a nice player. I had played with Jerry before, uh, in a tournament or two. And I, I knew he was a really good player. So, um, uh, I, I felt bad for Jerry. Um, but, but, uh, what a what a thrilling experience! Uh, the whole day, the whole week, uh, the whole year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what 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 more? Uh, uh, just 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 can't even believe it. I think my wife and I are still pinching ourselves uh, here here with Thanksgiving. So, and, and I'm uh, guessing that drive back is very similar. To just you just can't even sit. Yeah, like you said, you just you can't even sit still. You can't even. Um, yeah, I, I'm get, yeah, just so different because most of your matches are a back and forth. You have the lead, you lose it, you have it. You never had the lead. You had to fight the entire day. And then, like you said, you, you win one hole or you win the very last hole, and now it's over. And I'm guessing it, the rest of the evening is just a complete blur. Yeah, it was. I mean, we just drove uh, drove back, and, and I, gave, I gave my phone to my wife, and – she spent the first four hours of the drive replying to text messages. Oh my God. Just, just, you know, a few people called in the middle of that, but, but I mean, I said, honey, I, you, you, you just, you know, you tell take care me, of it. Ed, and I'll write the, you know, say the reply and you, you type it and send the, you know, and, and it was, you know, it, you know, what a, what a wonderful problem to have. Not this <laughs> No, it's a, what, what, right. Exactly. I mean, what, that's, you know, but I wanted to get back to everybody right away and, and, uh, uh, yeah, I had some really cool text messages from, from people. And, and, uh, one of them, uh, actually I got it the next, I think it was the next day and, uh, a Seminole member, uh, texted me and said, Hey, I know you're getting a lot of congratulations and a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, people, you know, uh, saying congrats. And he says, but I want you to know I'm, I'm down at the tour championship in Atlanta and he said, I walked up to the putting green and Rory McElroy um, was putting and he looked up and saw me and said, Hey, how about Gene Elliott's big win? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, how cool is that? So that was kind of fun. Uh, uh, Jerry, uh, Rory's dad is a neighbor of mine, just, just down the street here. So, um, and Rory's out at Seminole quite a bit. So, so uh, anyhow, that was kind of fun to get, get that message. And, and, uh, so yeah, it was uh, just just what a what a what a year what a year. You're uh, you're going to be pretty popular at Seminole for that pro member, wouldn't you think? Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that'll, be, uh, that'll be fun. Uh, uh, 
uh, next year here. Um, so, uh, yeah, you're going to have to have those pros maybe send in a letter of application. You're just say, Hey guys, listen, (laughs) my, my dance card's kind of full. I'm kind of, you know, taking a lot of inquiries. Uh, you know, why don't you tell me why you think you'd be a good partner for me this year? Yeah, no, I, I, uh, um, it, it, uh, no, Assemble is a wonderful, wonderful place. And they, 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 they sent out an announcement, you know, that, that you know, I'd won and, and uh, to the members and, and uh, they have been very nice, very nice. That's uh, that's really, and you know, I'm glad you mentioned that, I, you know, you know, being a member of Seminole, you know, you do something this great and you go back to, to your, your club, your home club. And obviously, you know, anyone that does anything like this, it, it, you know, I remember talking to James Pyatt who won the U S amateur, him going back to his club and Jensen castle, uh, the young lady that won the U S women's amateur, you know, going back to their clubs and, and you know, the, the signs are up, you know, congrats, James, congrats, Jensen. But as far as amateur golf goes and the, the history and just how amateur golf is just baked into the nature of that membership. I can't think of any other place more special than Seminole to go in with what you've accomplished. That has to be just incredible. Every single day you're there playing and seeing members. I mean, you know, McCoy and, and Spider Miller and, and, you know, Downing Gray. And they're just, the list goes, goes on and on, you know, Nathaniel Crosby, just that has to be an absolutely incredible experience to go in and just bump into someone else that's done things that you've have aspired to do in, in the, in the amateur game. And now you're, you have that U.S. senior. You have that British senior. Uh, I mean, there must be one story you can think of just from since you've won, just walking into the to the pro shop or walking in for lunch. Uh, I guess it it's a little bit different now, isn't it? Well, um, you know, I've always said that, you know, uh, the great thing about Seminole is you can, you know, uh, go out there and, and tee it up with uh, maybe 30 different guys that have, have played in a USGA event. Right. Uh, and, and, and I don't know what the number is, but there's probably eight or nine or 10 that have won a USGA event. Right. So now I guess, um, you know, I'm in that category where, you know, you, you've, you've won a USGA event and an RNA event. So, um, yeah, it, it, it just, everybody, every single member I've seen and, has, has you know congratulated me and said such nice things and stuff and, and it's really it's really very special and and uh um yeah i just i'm just very appreciative and and honored uh i'm just honored to be a member at seminal so it, sure it, uh, sure yeah it's hard hard to get much better than that i i i understand i can i can only imagine so i will let you get uh get prepped for for Thanksgiving and, and get yourself, uh, I know the family's coming in and, and you have an entire fleet of Uber drivers I hear heading to the airports all over South Florida, trying to get everyone in there. Uh, uh dare I ask what, uh, have you thought yet about 2022? I, I know, uh, an encore is, I mean, you're good, Gene, but an encore, that's, that's a tall, uh, that that's a tall ask to, to repeat everything from 21. Um, any, anything you've thought about so far of 2022 or, or will that that time will just come later? Well, I, I it, it's going to be a very busy year. I, I know that. Um, uh, you know, I want to. You know, I just want to be prepared for it. And you know, there's going to be a lot of lot, lot more travel again. I, I hopefully I don't have to do any quarantining or <laughs> any crazy 
stuff like that. So, um, but you know, uh, with, with the, you know, the exemptions and the, you know, the U S amateur and the U S mid amateur and, and, and senior open, uh, you know, to, to be able to play in the U S senior open, uh, next year. So it, it's going to be a busy, it's going to be a busy year. And, um, you know, I'm just going to just prepare like I normally do and, and, and try and be ready and, and just, you know, kind of like this year, just see what happens. You know, you can't make it up. So maybe we'll have some crazy stories for you. <laughs> I am not going to be shocked at all. If I hear some great, more crazy stories from Eugene, I, I you know, a guy's collapsing in the bunker or quarantining, but we'll, we'll have to figure something else out. So, um, well, Gene, um, great stories. Uh, I'm so glad you're able to share these with me and, and the listeners. Uh, yeah. Un- unbelievable. Uh, what a great, uh, what a great achievement in 2021. And, uh, like you said, a lot of great things coming your way in 2022 and, uh, and don't be shocked if we do this again, and it's not going to be three years uh, from now, it's probably going to be more, uh, more current, but, uh, as always, thanks for your time and, and thanks for stopping by the back of the range. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, same to you, Ben, and, and appreciate your support of amateur golf, and, and really enjoy your show. and And uh, you're you're very kind to have me on. And there you have it. Special thanks to Gene Elliott for joining me on this episode here at the back of the range. Don't forget, follow along on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go check out thebackoftherange.com to listen to all previous episodes. We'll see you next time here at the back of the range.